Hello and welcome to another episode of the Full Force Weekly, brought to you by GeneralsJoesReborn.com with me as your host, Christopher McLeod, aka Diagnostic80. For today's episode, I'm joined by the awesome Patrick Not Picard Stewart. In this regular video series, we round up all the week's news in the world of G.I. Joe. What is it, Pat? It's the Full Force Weekly. <laughs> yeah, it's the Full First Force Early, is what yeah. it is, isn't it? Uh, coming at you a day early, guys. Uh, I hope you're in- sorry. I'm sliding all over the place. I hope you're having a great Friday, uh, Pat. How is your Friday so far? Uh, well, just kind of beginning, actually. For oh, me. I see. I see how it is. Straight out of bed, rolls into the full force. Is that how uh, it's- unless you want to be technical? And then I was burning the midnight oil, and I was getting some stuff done last night. So. Don't you shouldn't be burning the candle from both ends, mate. You know how you know how that ends. Um, anyway, to, to everyone in the sh- in the comments already, uh, I hope it, you guys are having a great Friday. It's not Saturday yet, Troy, not yet, uh, but we are making it Saturday, aren't we? We're going to do this thing where it, it, we're doing it today, and then all the news breaks in about five minutes' time, right, Pat? That's usually what happens. Yeah, uh, that happens more, though, whenever we were doing things on Saturdays, I think. Because we used to, well, we used to record on Friday. No, that used to happen to us a lot on Friday, especially because you'd be editing on on Friday. So we would finish, we would finish our recording and then stuff would break. And then we'd look like we could just completely missed huge news. I had to do like a news burst afterwards. Yeah, just extra work. Don't like it. Anyway, I uh, hope everyone's having a great time. Full Force Friday, or Full Foot Force Friday. Fernanza, says Michael Jean Fleming. I like that. That's a, I like that. I, I prefer full, but I get what you're saying. We are a bunch of fools. Uh, <laughs> anyway, lots of news this week, of course. It's been another stonking week of G.I. Joe news. And like I said, there's probably going to be stuff happening as we're on today. There's probably going to be stuff that happens after today. But you know what? tough i I hope there's some stuff that happens after today and i don't know what stonking means uh good amazing okay anyway oh it was it was autocorrect says michael so it should have been full or it was it should have been a worse word it should have been a worse f word damn autocorrect (laughs) ducking autocorrect anyway uh yeah we've got we've got a lot planned so let's get stuck in i guess um oh uh, the figure six pack says, y'all ready for Cobra Convergence fan event? Actually, yeah, we're going to be doing a special Cobra Convergence uh, weekly on, I think, the 8th, whatever the 8th, whatever Saturday that is, close to then. I think it's the 8th. Uh, and Pat, are you doing anything for Cobra Convergence for articulated points? Yes, toward the end of the month. And am I am I ready for it? Like mentally, but I still have some prep work to do. I feel you on that. Uh, anyway, yeah, so that'll be something that we get involved with in July. We're still in June, though, so let's uh, continue our... Yo- we, I suppose we're continuing Yojo June, aren't we, Pat? We're f- literally continuing Yojo June for everybody. So next up, then, is a bit of Bradford Exchange news. You can go ahead and file this one under Random Licensed Product, as unique collectibles company The Bradford Exchange revealed their brand new G.I. Joe collection this week. The collection features illuminated sculptures of Duke, Cobra Commander and Snake Eyes statues, an illuminated sculpture or clock, and an illuminated electric train set. 
The items range from $59.99 to $179.99, and you can check them out via the links in the description below. Yeah, this is weird. <laughs> I wasn't expecting this, were you, Pat? No, no, I don't. I don't think I could fairly say that I was totally expecting a Bradford Exchange illuminated series of toys. Absolutely mind blowing. Um, so we've got lots of different sort of things going on here with this one. We've got three different types of collectible that they're doing, starting with these like sculptural illuminated statuary type things. We've got Duke, Cobra Commander, Snake Eyes. Any of these tickling your fancy, Pat? I think that they're neat. Uh, the fact that they're new sculpts and that they aren't just something borrowed says a lot. I think that that's, that's cool. As I understand it, this is a subscription sort of thing. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, so you kind of get in at $59.99 for one and then you're. And then the other two is going up at $59.99. And I, <laughs> I don't know that these are the only three. I think that they may have shown the first three. Yeah. That's a good point. Continue past this. Yeah, definitely. Um, I will say there's some interesting things to point out here. Yes, one, the sculpts are all new and cool and different. I know the Snake Eyes is modeled off that famous, I want to say, was this the was it the Rise of Cobra pose? Yeah, I, I think that this is a Ray Park pose. I was going to say it's either a Ray Park pose or Ray Park was copying another pose, but then you, you get kind of convoluted and messed up there. Yeah, but that's I think, true. I think they've basically utilized Ray Park's pose and done it as a version two Snake Eyes, which is pretty cool. Surprised not to see Timber on there, though, with him on the art and back behind him. Well, yeah, that's true. But I I, don't, I doubt that Timber is his own month subscription. Could you imagine? Um, that would be wicked, actually. I'd, I'd be into that. Um, interesting artwork chosen as well. We've got the uh, 25th Duke there with the jetpack, I want to say. Yeah, yeah. It's. I kind of feel like uh, the fact that they painted over that original Duke for the Tiger Forces had weird echoes throughout time. <laughs> so true. That's, I never thought of it like that. Yeah, but it's affected the. Uh, it's affected definitely affected our time stream, hasn't it? Uh, massively the Duke art, uh, and then obviously Cobra Commander looks like it's the uh, the classic. I'd say it's probably twenty fifth anyway, but still the classic uh, style and version as is Snake Eyes and Timber. Uh, yeah, interesting stuff. Again, not my cup of tea, but it is pretty neat that they're doing this. And I kind of want to see how the illumination works because it's not 100% clear on that. I guess it's like the back card is illuminated, but I want to see how that works. Uh, it kind of looks interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it could look cool with the explosion effect happening for each figure. Uh, but obviously, you know, you'd need some light coming from the front. Otherwise, it's just going to silhouette them that's true yeah yeah they just like completely black them out um and then of course we've got the clock which is cr hella crazy there's all sorts of stuff going on here we've got the joes at the top we've got scarlet duke and roadblock uh again like kind of new sculpt kind of things but like modeled on like sort of existing artwork which is quite interesting too like i recognize that that duke head just looks like the 25th art from it again but like you know obviously they've sculpted it from there scarlet's got an interesting visage though she looks very different there but good not bad just looks very different there facially i kind of feel like this reminds me of some other art that we've seen though for the retro series oh are you thinking about 
um, what was it when they did um, they did artwork for a game? I think it was the uh, Warships game, Gunship Battle, um, and they had some different kind of classified-ish kind of artwork going on. Uh, I don't know. It's I, I'm definitely thinking of that art that was showing up for. Uh, it was it was like that stuff that wasn't quite used. We thought it was going to be the retro packaging, and then it was just like an end cap display. At oh yeah, that the Lincoln Design Company did for the website, and then it ended up being kind of utilized on the website a little bit, and then like yeah. say on the end cap, but then not. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I yeah, and then there was I think it might have been last Yojo June it was used. Maybe, yeah, or one of the other uh, live streams or something that we saw a lot of it. Yeah, they would use it for some of the graphics when they were saying, "Oh, a lot of fan streams coming up," and then you'd get that yeah. kind of yeah, that retro. I think it was the fortieth one specifically. It was the fortieth celebration live stream they used it for. Um, yeah, yeah I, I think you're right. <laughs> Ed says the ninjas just dangling off the bottom tickles me. <laughs> yeah, actually, it's kind of funny. Yeah, just hanging out, you know fighting on those wires again like from like retaliation um toy bounty hunter says i like the commander statue the most i suppose yeah Co uh, cobra commander looks pretty dope um and i'm guessing toy bounty hunter is referring to the previous ones we were looking at as well uh, which is totally cool um the he also says it's a one and done so i might actually try to get the clock good point i guess uh do storm shadow and snake eyes swing on the hour that would be amazing, and I hope so. But probably they're just hang they're just hanging there the whole they're just like that the whole time. Yeah, they clashed every hour. That could be amazing. <laughs> That'd be kind of fun. Um, yeah, it's fun. It's 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 cute and it's fun, but it's probably again, I'm probably not gonna be getting this. I wonder how big it is. Are you getting this, Pat? No, no, oh. I, I don't think I'll be buying this. But not, I, I do not, think that it's interesting. Like, I would love to see somebody's G.I. Joe collection and then just happen across this. The cape on Cover Commander, I think, is super interesting just to kind of give a feeling of motion to the characters. Yeah. It's also a little shorter than usual, isn't it, on his yeah. uh, on his body? But again, no, I think it looks pretty cool. I think that I think him, Destro, and the Baroness are pretty dope, actually, as well, sculpturally. I love all the, the kind of material on his pants as well, kind of like really like loads of folds and stuff. It looks awesome. Um, it's cute, like I said, not really my bag, but uh, I, I'm, I'm, I would be interested to see this in person, definitely. Um, yeah, coolsies. I think. Oh, there's one. There's obviously the train, Pat. Now, uh, GI Joe is kind of. <laughs> we'll get to that bit, smirky. We'll get to that bit in a second. Shout out to Phil. Um, this will all make sense in a second, guys. But before we get into that, that the audience don't know what we're talking about. Um, trains are kind of synonymous with GI Joe a little bit because we've we've had the the kind of the, the vintage kind of set and obviously episodes like around trains uh, as well in the Sumbo universe. So, what are your thoughts about this? Uh, this is really strange to me and interesting. Uh, I I it's it's not like this is a train that's supposedly taking place in universe i don't think like the original Tycho train uh so it's almost like a celebration of gi joe the train and oh there's one more train i forgot about do you guys remember i think it was like a saturday morning cartoon thing in the us something express 
I can't remember. Anyway, oh, do, USA Cartoon Express. Yes, that was it. That, I that said I said one. all of the words, Pat. I just didn't say them in the right order, then, didn't I? Right. <laughs> that was for the US. That was for the USA Network. Yeah. And they would rerun like Inspector Gadget and GI Joe and a bunch of things, and, and of, on USA Cartoon Express. And of course, Duke and Scarlet show up on that train in their little bumpers and everything, which I was thought was really fun and they did catch that live once when i went out to the us to watch and i was watching tv and i was like really like excited that i saw a gi joe character in a different animation that they'd done separately it was like every it was mind-blowing uh but anyway there you go there's yeah ed's told there's us also well. a cancelled uh gi joe set there was going to be a train absolutely yeah there's there's definitely it's not what it's not the oddest thing i've ever seen is what i'm getting at because it's obviously there's there's train precedent with G.I. Joe. Sure. But but this is you're right. This is very weird. It does feel like you're right. It feels like a celebration. This almost feels like you'd see this going past on like a special memorial day for G.I. Joe or something in their universe. Do you know what I mean? Um, kind of thing, like kind of flashing up as they go past and everything. Um, one of the most interesting things though, Pat, we'll we'll get to the crux of the issue that I know you're dying to talk about. <laughs> Do you want to set the scene? Um, many moons ago when Yojo was being filled out by Phil. Well, yeah, we've got a, few, a couple slides before that, but uh, yeah. It's just that though, isn't it, really? And then the his tank. There's, There's the, the his tank. tank. Yeah, and this his tank is not uh, just, you know, one of the smaller ones placed on there. You could tell that this is sort of a new sculpt or at least a new print of the 3d file of the his tank oh i think that's the haslab one pat i think they put the haslab one on there because it's a big sure. train <laughs> yeah you get the whole thing again imagine the train on that bad boy the size of it it's an actual train in that case isn't it Sorry, yeah maybe this is how they're planning on getting the his tank to everyone they're just <laughs> delivering it via miniature train <laughs> Like, Imagine if that was cheap. Neighborhood of make believe. It just goes through that track right into your house. <laughs> then the tank comes out. That would be amazing. I can see it now. Oh, yeah. that's brilliant. Anyway, yeah, so yeah. At some point while Philip was working really hard on Yojo, which he always was working hard on Yojo, it was decided that all of the file cards should be typed out. So that it's not just a matter of uh, being yeah. able to read the file, but also being able to to see it on the text on the page, so that the, so that it would size properly for people looking on their phones or whether you're looking on a computer. Uh, so you know, Philip was going about retyping out every file card for the website, and he got to the his driver. And whenever he did the his driver, he made a couple of mistakes. For one thing, like the word his, he forgot the, the period after the S. And that's not the part that I'm laughing at. Everybody makes a small mistake. But very few of us have it immortalized. Every the, single time. On the retro packaging for the his driver. Amazing. Because the bigger mistake that if it was just the, the dot after the last S, you know, it'd be... It'd be one thing, but the spelling also of the word recruits, <laughs> that it doesn't have the second R in recruits. And it showed up on the retro packaging for the hip driver. So clearly somebody at Hasbro was like, this will be easy enough. Copy, 
paste from Philip's typo <laughs> that we can no longer correct because we no longer have access. That's the even better part. That's even better. It's like it's it's unless we can get a like communicator Hasbro, which I don't want. I, they might see this, but if like I'd rather that just stays canon for the it's rest of humanity. Yeah, big. He time. makes one small mistake, and here it is going around on a train. <laughs> oh, shout, out, shout out to Phil. He gets an early shout out. <laughs> For that amazing typo. Oh, that's so good. I mean, yearly recoits, yearly recutes, recutes, I guess. Yearly recutes. And and the fact that they truncated the file, because clearly this isn't the whole thing. No. They cut it short. They cut it short, but but decide to stop on recute. There's so much genius about it. Seriously. It's even moved from the package onto the item itself and is celebrated this is unbelievable yeah, isn't it it's it's so perfect and it, i wonder if they see this if they're going to change it or if they will catch it i actually do want to see one you know somebody's review of one of these trains to see if it ends up on the final item because obviously this is a render that's true um maybe it was one of those things where yeah they just did a quick let's get it over there and we'll deal with it later sort of scenario but I just, I, I also think that we're going to see recoits, recoots for the rest of our lives, which is when, that makes when me I happy. When I saw this was on there, my fingers were crossed. Like it was one of those things where I couldn't look for it fast enough. Yeah, yeah. It just, I, I the funny thing, I didn't even notice that the that the his driver card was involved in the train because I was too busy like yeah. sharing images and doing all that crap and not really looking at it. And then when you message in the group. And like Phil's typo has been immortalized again. I was just like, oh my God, that is perfect. Because I'm aware of that. We've talked about this in the past many times. Um, Probably, um, I think with Phil, I think we talked about it when we did our panel about his tanks, didn't we? Yeah, I think we did. I think when we did a panel about his tanks, we talked about it for Operation Armor, right? Yeah, for, yeah, Defo. That was, oh my God. Check those panels out, guys. We put a lot of work into those, and they were they. I thought they turned out fantastic. Honestly, we did. I, I watched the G Force one the other day, Pat. It was oddly in fun watching it back again. Just us talking about a failed UK mail away exclusive. Um, anyway, that is everything from Bradford Exchange, I believe. My goodness, um, I feel like I need the train just to get the blimmin typo. I would also suggest, I think this is another subscription scenario, isn't it? With one, two, three, and four. It is, yes. So that, yeah, and I believe this is at the higher end. This was like one seven nine ninety nine, And you also get track and some other stuff as well. So this is a proper proper train set. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would imagine that there's probably an initial price and then maybe a smaller price following. I haven't actually made sure that that's true, but one seventy nine ninety nine. I can't imagine that you're getting like, one piece of track and a bit of train. Like I would think that they would give you, you know, enough track and then maybe, maybe a, another length or something each time, but also a car. They can't give you, you don't need the transformer and everything else every single time. No, I don't think so. I think, yeah, I don't know. I, again, the, the description doesn't actually explain it. So I wasn't a hundred percent sure myself, but mm-hmm. You know, I assume that this is an electric train. Is it, it is. It is. It is. Okay. 
yeah, it comes with track. It comes with all the other bits and pieces as well. Like, yeah, you can definitely 100% operate this train on a track. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, oh, it says the train is 90 or three payments of 30. Maybe the clock was oh. 179.99 then. I apologize. Okay. So so this is the whole thing then? I, I, I just kind of assumed that they would go past this if people were still subscribed. Yeah, not sure. Imagine... Imagine the typos they could get on other train bits as well. Right. Think of all the file cards Phil's written out. We need to what we need to go through all of them and get every single typo, or just just mess them up. I know we can't like get into YoJo anymore, but yeah, we can't do that anymore. That'd be great. Well, I would go back if, if we had access from from the comic or something like that one in Silent Interlude where they've miscolored that one panel. Uh, that was eventually corrected, but just celebrate some of the small mistakes. That'd be great, oh, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, I know. That'd be great. All the errors that have happened throughout the... Yeah, that's... In an anime, like one of the worst animation errors from Sunbow. Oh, God, there's loads. There's uh, White Iceberg would be a good one, wouldn't it? You could have White Iceberg going past, and you could have um, Mirror Universe Bazooka, because he's like it's almost like a Mr. Negative, the way that they... Uh, colored him like everything is the opposite kind of color on him on one of the uh, animation cells there's loads i mean animation it, the train would be it'd be one of those ones you see that goes across the country and goes at two miles an hour and you're set, sat there waiting at the train thing for a, like an hour for it to go past anyway anywho amazing stuff let's let's move on though pat because we've got a lot to talk about and the bradford exchange while it was interesting and fun there's a lot more to get into. So let's move into Hasbro City. On June 23rd, 2023, Hasbro City, the much-anticipated Hasbro-themed family entertainment centre, officially opened its gates to guests in the Paseo into Lomas shopping centre in Mexico City, Mexico. Fans of Hasbro and its iconic brands will now be able to experience action-packed, fun and unique immersive experiences in this newly created entertainment destination. Hasbro City's extensive entertainment offering includes rides such as Monopoly the Ride, a suspended roller coaster which carries the rail on top, and where the passenger can control the Speed, Power Rangers Battle, a state-of-the-art bumper cars track with 360-degree turns, and Zip's Royal Flight, among many others. In addition to exciting rides, the new entertainment centre also offers character shows, interactive and virtual reality attractions, active play spaces, fun skill games, and food and beverage offerings, as well as the first Hasbro-themed store in the region. They even have a cheeky G.I. Joe section which was shown off on their Instagram Reels as a walkthrough video. Yes! Um, sorry, I was multitasking and forgot what was happening there. I'm in the middle of a weekly. Yes, Hasbro City has opened in Mexico City. This is kind of exciting, Pat, because this came out of nowhere. I got an email, like a press release email with loads of images and stuff. And I was like, what? I didn't even know this was on the cards, let alone open. And now it's right. it's here and it looks awesome. This looks like a lot of fun. I want, I want one of these like nearby because... This looks great. Well, I mean, what were your thoughts when you saw this pop up? Uh, I don't. I didn't really know what to think, to be honest. I didn't know where it was located until you told me today, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, there's just been a lot of news, and I've been busy. So I've there's not... been a little bit of news. There's been a little bit of news. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's <laughs> funny that, you know, G.I. Joe's known for the pit, but you got to walk up the stairs. To oh, to let's talk about that. Yeah, because the G.I. Joe section's great. 
this I mean, you could already technically be underground and you're just going upstairs to a different section, but no, that's funny, and I like that. Um, also, Shooting the Galaxy is in the comments. Hello, Shooting the Galaxy, who does incredible work, by the way, on the classified diorama shots. Stunning work. Thank you so much um, for all of the stuff that you do. Oh, Dragonfly Shots are live. Are you kidding me? Pat, I can't believe this is happening. I can't. 12.25 and the Dragonfly Shots are live. I cannot believe this. Breaking news that we can't cover. <laughs> Amazing. And yes, they look. Are you watching? Are you looking at them now, Pat? Like I am. Yeah, at the HasLab page, oh, the, the Dragonfly pictures. Sensational stuff. Thank you for letting us know, Shooting the Galaxy. And also, stunning work, by the way. Absolutely sensational work. Um, oh. Yeah, we're just going to stop now and just enjoy these uh, images, uh, guys. Um, if you also want to do so, obviously go ahead and uh, enjoy them while we're enjoying them. There's some beauties on here, in actual fact. I'll do a, I may do a live later to discuss this, Pat. Sorry, not you, you're not in, you're not involved in that. You can just chill out. <laughs> you can just relax. Um, I might do a little live later on to discuss this, but oh, some cracking shots. Wild Bill looks great. Yeah, we'll cover that later. No worries. Yep. The his tank's in one of them as well. Oh, it's wicked. Okay. Right. Thanks. Good timing. Thanks, Hasbro. Um, so coming back to Hasbro City, Pat, and going into the G.I. Joe section. <clears throat> so what's going on here? So we've got a little stairway. goes up to this section here, and you've got like kind of rock-y, almost like pit-style, movie pit-style vibes, isn't it? And you've got Arish Chicago logos on the wall, and you've got the G.I. Joe logos and everything. And then you've got images of what is effectively classified figures of um, uh, Roadblock, Duke, Scarlet, and Snake Eyes. And you can kind of see a few of them down the hallway here. Now, this is taken from a walkthrough Instagram-like video. So uh, you can the, the link's in the description for Hasbro City's Instagram page if you want to check that out. <clears throat> It does take it's it's on one of the longer videos, so you don't get to this GI Joe bit for quite a while into the walkthrough. Um, so when you you know, I, I'm not sure how far along it is in the video, but it's pretty far along. Anyway, interesting thing to point out here, Pat. There's like a sort of animated classified Duke on that screen. Yeah, that's what it looks like. I'm imagining that it's a pretty simple bit of animation i don't think that this is from anything it's probably made specific for this yeah um robert h says um it didn't completely come out of nowhere hasbro did make a deal with a company that makes the lego lands about these before the pandemic no i totally i know what you're saying robert h what i mean is for us it came out of nowhere because we weren't aware of that other stuff that was going on in the in the background um not saying that they they, they just magic this in like <laughs> Like they just went, there it is, it's there. Um, I mean, like, yeah, I was just un completely unaware that this was happening. Um, obviously, there was a lot of news before the pandemic about, um, you know, fairground rides and <clears throat> the um, the Malaysian adventure camp and stuff like that. So there were there were lots of these kind of bigger GI Joe sort of related things within like a theme park sort of scenario going on before the pandemic, <clears throat> excuse me. But yeah, I feel like I was just completely caught 
cold by this appearing in Mexico City. Um, but really excited that it's happening because this might mean that they happen elsewhere, Pat. Yeah, and I wonder how long this is going to be open. You know, is it's, it looks like it's permanent for sure. Um, so we'll see how successful it is. I think that uh, I like the fact that it looks like in the following image, uh, they're making use of that Cobra Island part. Big time. Yeah, so as you walk through the hallway, there's like, you know, weapons and stuff through like these uh, glass kind of <clears throat> display cabinets on the walls with blue behind them and lit up. And then as you go through to this section at the back, there's like helmets and harnesses and it looks like you can do some sort of, I don't know, some sort of like, some sort of climbing wall scenario or something. That's what I um, assume. Yeah. yeah, so maybe that's through the doors, back, through the back. But they didn't actually go any further. They kind of turned maybe around and then came back. Maybe it's a zipline thing, like one of those zipline things, because that would make sense why you would need to walk upstairs. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, thank you, Pat. That's why you're on the show. And also the yeah, the Cobra Island poster with the kind of TV screens built into it looks so good. Uh, I would go just to check that out up close and personal. Yeah, I'd love it if it was it was, it was like the lines from... Um, from retaliation the the rock the rock wall and you have to just slice it a few ninjas on your <laughs> way past. you're given nerf swords and you have to cut each other's ropes uh that would be freaking amazing just had a bunch of stunt men that i could just chop off and they'd ah, yeah, that, that'd be fun that would be fun uh robert says they say if this one does well they'll look into having a us one and a canada one brilliant oh nice hopefully, hopefully it does really well then because i want to see this definitely closer to home um yeah <clears throat> anyway anywho uh i can't believe pat they posted the dragonfly pictures today like i i kind of also want to say chris you should have known better because it's a weekday and we're at the end of yojo june well, we we talked about that at the start of the episode that there was going to be some fun news that was going to happen right away as soon as we got started and boom there it is it's like it's like I just put the kiss of death on everything is effectively what, what I do. Every decision I make leads to this. Yeah, anyway. Well, you know, at this point, though, there's a lot of G.I. Joe news on a regular basis. But even whenever there wasn't, it seemed like we would go live and, like, the one piece of news for the week would would come up. I remember those those weeks where there was very little to talk about. And yet, somehow, we got, like, two stories and somehow we made it last, like, three hours. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, Adam said, weren't they going to announce the last unlock? No, Adam, they were not. If you watch our roundtable interview, which is only like two hours long, so easy, right? But if you watch that, and we'll be talking, we'll be breaking down the roundtable on this episode as well in a second, but they said that um, they would they would unlock, the, they would show us the third tier if Glenda was unlocked or if they got closer to the end of the, of the uh, campaign. So... Not at the end of Yojo June because this the the campaign goes well into July. Um, does it? Yeah, it does, doesn't it? it? Goes well into July, well in. So um, yeah, so not just yet, not just yet. Um, anyway, cool. Right, well, that is Hasbro City, and funnily enough, I think next up is the round table, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. Look at that segue that was also tripped over horrendously by me. So yeah, round table.
On Tuesday, we were invited to participate in a Hasbro G.I. Joe brand team roundtable Q&A with other G.I. Joe-related outlets. Emily and Lenny revealed some cool upcoming details, dropped some name-only reveals, and gave a lot of insight into many different aspects of the brand. It was broken up into two separate segments, which we compiled for your viewing pleasure and posted the following day. Let's break down all of the info right now. Yeah, let's do that. Oh, good timing. Thanks, Adam, for the question, because that <clears throat> led straight into this. Um, also, if you're just joining us, um, we are aware that the Dragonfly images have been posted for the uh, those amazing Shooting the Galaxy images, and we will be doing some sort of live thing to talk about it a little bit after this, um, but we just, uh, yeah, we're aware, don't worry. Uh, so, boom. First up in the roundtable, and also that was, thank you to Hasbro for inviting us onto the show to do that. That was very uh, nice of them. Uh, obviously, it's kind of become like a, a very, like, you know, like a uh, regular kind of thing now, where whenever there's like a lot of news, they uh, they tend to do like a roundtable about it, which is great. Um, anyway, oh, the G.I. Joe section of Hasbro City also has laser tag, apparently. I didn't say that, Rob H. Thank you for letting us know that. Mm. Laser tag, baby. That sounds fun. I hope you get like little G.I. Joe style Sunbow laser blasters to do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to see what they look like. That would be cool. They're probably not, but you know what I'm saying. Um, right. So first off, one of the main things that was mentioned, almost one of the earliest things that was mentioned in the first segment of the roundtable was that, well, it was asked uh, whether the unlock would be happening, as I've just explained previously there to uh, Adam's question. Uh, and they said, no, but let's tell you this classified airborne is a name only reveal they're gonna he's in mainline for 2024 he will not be part of the Haslab. so just to be clear on everyone do not expect airborne for the final tier of the classified Haslab dragonfly thing okay um they didn't want to lock him behind it is effectively what happened are you happy with that decision pat Oh yeah, uh, we we've talked about this many times. That I kind of feel that a a primary character should not be one of the unlocks, because or even a, even just a, a figure that was in the original run as a mainline toy uh, should not be one of the unlocks. Because to me, it'd be a little weird for us to to not get it as a part of the Haslab. Like if it didn't unlock than to just offer it to us anyway for 25 bucks at retail just feels like that's out of the spirit of even having the Haslab to begin with in some yeah, ways. Totally. Um, but then the other part of it is I don't feel like anybody who, you know, loved Airborne as a kid, maybe that that was one of the few Joes that they had, should have to buy an entire Haslab to get it. Could you imagine? So I, I think this makes sense. I think there's also like some things that can be inferred from that interview because I noticed that regarding the Night Force ripcord, uh, Lenny said that he was happy to see that in there and and that available because that meant that he was going to be able to work on uh, ripcord more, and that kind of made me think, oh, does that mean that there's not a standard ripcord coming? Like at least. Um... Not I well, <clears throat> I, I just I think I don't know from that I would gauge that he just means he gets to do it another deco hit another, you know another kind of round of uh, work on it if you know what I mean. Yeah, that's what, that's what I would get from that. Okay. But the other thing you you mentioned that thing about airborne right? There are people in South America 
who would have had Glenda as like a figure and, you know, like, oh, great. I can't wait for the Glenda figure to come out. <laughs> well, yeah, that is true. That is but, true. Yeah, that would be on a probably a much smaller scale, I'd imagine. Um, I don't know. I, it was it was pretty popular in South America, wasn't it, G.I.J.? Pretty, fairly popular. Um, yeah, especially in Brazil. It lasted a really long time, 1984 mm. through 1990, I think, or 90... 92 interesting or maybe it was 95 i can't really remember it was a long it was a long run it was like an eight or ten year run adam says nobody loved airborne pat <laughs> <laughs> um hello matt happy friday chris and pat love you guys and all you do i have to go back to work but wanted to say hi hi matt um right and yeah there you go have a wave and um, airborne so very likely this is what we're going to see in the main line exactly Roughly, yeah. exactly the same right just with the joe pro on his secondary done well i'm curious to see what the helmet looks like because they've Ooh. been changing up the helmet from that original kind of shape but i would expect it to be kind of a modern helmet with goggles on it firefly has a does he have a little um tactical turtleneck yeah do you think they'd use that for this like his torso for that uh no i i'm i i would think no i i don't know why i think it'll have a similar look to it look yeah i'd have to look at but, it to see if it makes sense but yeah I'm, I'm excited for this one as well oddly enough like he i think that the way lenny was talking about it, he's excited about this particular figure too so I've, I've got a feeling it's going to be quite cool um looking uh, at classified scale but anyway that was airborne it's it's happening 2024 name only reveal yada 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 next up and the segment i was on um they revealed that a 788 fire team is going to be happening it's the second name only reveal that they gave on the on the show pulse exclusive three pack cobra troop builders to complement the haslab hiss tank called the 788 fire team red and black decos are likely here i say that because lenny literally said they'll follow the same deco as the his tank so this is kind of interesting isn't it yeah uh it kind of seems like um it's what we've talked we've talked about this before as well that whenever hasbro has done like java's sail barge uh there was a supplemental collection of figures that were available at retail as well as a java's palace at retail which i don't think they're going to that to that extent but it it does seem to be the same strategy where uh you know the haslab funds and then around the time that it's going to ship there's some other stuff that they sell that will mm. just be a nice supplement to it and that sounds like that's what this is absolutely um i'm intri intrigued to see what we get uh in terms of treat builders uh in this three pack and also black and red. It sounds like we could be getting some pretty cool, like trooper, maybe, maybe officer, something like that. Maybe an alley viper. Maybe, what else have we got at the moment? Friggin' snow serpent recently. Could you imagine that in black and red? Yeah. I mean, or some pre paint kind of stuff. So it could be stuff forward packed in, into this as well. So That's it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to say what it will be. Uh, but I, I kind of like the idea of it being something that's, you know, specific to the hiss and that they're really, really working that uh, that out. It almost feels to me like it's kind of in the spirit of some of that 
the Toys R Us six pack. Yeah, that we were getting where take take a few figures and give them a cohesive color set. Yeah, big time. Uh, Toy Bounty Hunter says black and red Tele Viper. That would be sweet. Yeah. Uh, Eric says, I hope the 7888 team has some kind of female trooper in it, like a Crimson Guard or Viper. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, like a female Viper in black and red would be sweet, wouldn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, oh, um, Super Science says, please be some Cobra Troopers, not His Tank Drivers. I don't think it'll be His Tank Drivers, Super Science Berserk, mainly because I don't know, or if they are, they'll probably be like different specialties, like a heavy gunner or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think it'll be. I don't think they'll just release the same figures effectively. I think that that's maybe this is some, definitely something else here. This is a specific 788 fire team. What are you thinking, Pat? I, I just can't imagine them thinking that people are going to want a, a three pack of more hiss drivers or that they're going to want an additional hiss driver, you know, with yeah. their set. When are we already getting, what are we getting two of that, right? With, with the hiss tank. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I'm thinking I'm thinking for sure that that would that would probably be one that I would rule out as far as Cobra troops go. Yeah, I was going to rule one out as crazy Ooh. as it sounds in the his set, not the his driver. <laughs> and also get the friggin' file card right. It's recoots, guys. Okay, that's so great. Get, get that if that isn't on the file card on the classifier. <laughs> if it is, and it comes in the Haslab. <laughs> I will lose. I will lose my crap, and everyone that now yeah. is aware of that will go hilariously nuts. That'll be like the mate. That's gonna, yeah, yeah amazing. Um, anyway, anyway, seven eight eight fire team, brilliant stuff. Uh, SDCC twenty twenty three. They mentioned that the team will be running a very important panel with brand new name only reveals, digital renders, and of course an in hand look at the painted dragonfly model and a production Haslab his tank. They also said, which I didn't put on this uh, um, graphic here, they also said that there would be their exclusive, um, which we know from leaks, et cetera, et cetera, leak listings, that it's going to be Chuckles with Armory. So we know that that's going to be one of the exclusives. The other thing they mentioned, there's going to be some sort of like Famazon-type release on the same uh, day. So it will be Chuckles, which they didn't confirm, obviously. Obviously, they didn't confirm that, but we can infer that it's going to be Chuckles. And this other Famazon-type release uh, figure. Um, so, no, it, no, Chuckles is not PulseCon, Charlock. That's been, for some reason, has been twisted in the, in the leaks. No, Chuckles is SDCC, and uh, the Crimson 3-pack is PulseCon. Okay? Cool. Um yeah, and I, I don't know why that. I, I still don't know why that still has stuck around uh, as a as a mistake. That's worse than Phil's typo. <laughs> it's not worse than Phil's typo. Um, but anyway, are you excited for Chuckles, Pat? Um, well, I, I'm curious to see him and to see how he's packed out for San Diego Comic Con because obviously they don't just do standard figure in in the box like a retail style figure just for San Diego. They've been well past that for years. Uh, is the Amazon thing going to be, it's not just going to be a, a standard figure that's exclusive to Amazon, is it? Can we expect something boxed similar to like Mindbender or something like that that day? I don't know. I, I, all I know is that Emily said there will be a, well, she said Fanmazon, which is fan channel 
and Amazon and Pulse. It's their new the new thing that she says when she means fan channel, Amazon okay. and Pulse. So it won't just be Amazon. Um, uh, Tim says maybe it'll be Steelcore. That's a good shout, actually. You never know. Could be because we haven't women heard any anything about that two pack since it was revealed on February, the render. Right. So yeah, who knows? Um, yeah, uh, Sherlock thinks I'm I'm thinking it's going to be a Punisher esque weapons locker wall. That would be pretty cool, actually, just like a wall with the, you know, all the different gun the weapons on it. That'd be well cool. Yeah, that would be really cool. Uh, yeah. No, we, we're pretty sure, Adam, Chuckles is SDCC, mate. Do not worry. Um, but they, they literally said one is going to be, there's going to be their exclusive and there's going to be a Fanmazon release as well. Uh, so that's all we, that's what we can tell you officially and unofficially. We're trying to fill in the blanks a little bit. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, cool. Anywho, that's SDCC 2023. I'm excited for that. Obviously, name only reveals, digital renders, all that good stuff as well. And they're going to have the, the Dragonfly model, which let's talk about Hasbro, Hasbro Dragonfly. Um, the painted sample was shown off during the roundtable, including a first look at a painted male steel core sample in the cockpit. Uh, Desert Diorama images are coming soon, apparently, Pat. Oh, yeah, really? I wonder how, when that'll be. Like, how could soon? that be uh, 45 minutes ago? <laughs> It was worse. It was 20 minutes ago. That's how annoyed I am right now. I'm blaming Shooting the Galaxy for this completely. I'm not really. I'm just kidding. Great shots, by the way, Shooting the Galaxy. They are phenomenal. Um, okay. So here we go. Here's the, the painted. And I'm showing this like it's like showing you all of the, you know, the good stuff where everyone is just looking at it on their phone right now, um, seeing all of the beautiful images already of it. But this was what they were show, They showed us in the actual uh, roundtable, and it's it's a beauty. It's an absolute beauty. I love the deco on it. I love that. I thought that black stripe around the top was going to bother me for some reason, but I don't think it does. I think it just adds like a nice like break to the to the vehicle. I don't know about you. What do you think about that, Pat? Uh, well, I'm just looking at the deco and realizing how uh, classified series it is. It is definitely not, e even the deco is not just a upscale of the original Dragonfly. Um, you yeah. know, they're, they're going with the solid black G.I. Joe logo on it rather than having it be the, the bright red, white, and blue. And then the back has some yellow hits on those. Yeah, on those little fins. Little fin things or wings or what. I don't know what to call those. Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely different. Um, the light up in the in the in the cockpit's really cool as well. Oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah. Really love that. Uh, and then the other shot, obviously, they showed, they showed the cockpit coming up. Um, but then they, the, this is the other thing, like they didn't realize, but the steel core figure was in there, <laughs> and they were like, "Oh, whoops! Here you go. Here's a here's a this is the sample of the steel core figure and the painted sample." And again, that looks pretty dope in the cockpit with Wild Bill as well, doesn't it, Pat? Uh, yeah, I mean, we are going to see this today anyway, from it being in the in the shots Paint of the Galaxy has taken, because it is there on the on the oh, Yeah, it is, yeah. Even better. It is there. Yeah, I like the one of him passing off the glasses between him and Wild Bill. I haven't seen like, that don't one. Don't forget your glasses. Yeah, it's a pretty cool shot. Why can't I see that? I don't know. I saw it earlier you've seen it i haven't seen it and now i feel like i'm behind 
okay, I'm annoyed that I can't find it. Why can't I find it? Anyway, it's not it's not important. This is terrible radio. Um, yeah, there you go. There's a steel core figure. Yeah, and like you say, you can just see the beautiful images that Shoot in the Galaxy did instead. Um, yeah, very cool. It actually, yeah, in, obviously you can see it in way. Oh, I love that shot with the headlights as well. That's really cool. That's really oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Really nice. Uh, anyway, what we were talking about. Oh, yeah, roundtable. Next up, the O-ring line is on hold, Pat. Uh, the team explained that the O-ring line is currently on hold until further notice, with the only exception being the Transformers collaborative sets. Um, they mentioned, or there was, there was a little bit of kind of trepidation in when they talked about this, but there was definitely like a we can't tell you everything sort of vibe. Uh, but effectively, they had to, you know, make a decision is what, uh, what I got the, the the crux of it. There. It didn't feel like she was being completely dismissive. It wasn't no. like, no, you know, let, like, let's end that now so that there's no expectation or hope for the future. It was a, wow, that's kind of complicated. We did have a big 2023 plan and then some stuff happened and then that yeah. didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully we will see the O-ring stuff back because we'll get to some more O-ring stuff later. And I'm I'm hopeful to see more of that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's a sad one, but like, I guess we're still seeing them pop up in these Transformers collaborative sets. Obviously, we've got the yeah. Soundwave Thunder Machine, which we'll talk about in a little while. Uh, but yeah, that was that. Um, HasLab His Tank update. It's still scheduled for full 2023 delivery, so it's good to know that that is still on track. No train puns. I haven't used many today, but there's a train pun because the, the his tank has been featured on a train today already. It's being delivered by train. Uh, by brand new, right? by brand new Recoits. Yeah, poor Philip. It, it's not <laughs> us. It's Hasbro won't let him live it down, and it's just a minor mistake. So apologies to Philip. No, grown on too it's long the about best. It. It's just funny. It's the best. I'm so glad it happened. It's like a really awesome bit of history for the G.I. Joe line. It definitely. is. Yeah, at this point, yes. Uh, so, yeah, expect more information following SDCCCCCCC. I just added a few more Cs there um, with this. But, yeah, effectively, still on track, which is great. Brilliant stuff. Excuse me. Now, fan feedback. The brand team is looking for fan feedback regarding new classified vehicles to be brought into the line. That's new classified vehicles, things that have never been done before in G.I. Joe. Uh, they will be monitoring chatter and comments going forward, so feel free to leave comments about what you'd like to see. Um, yeah, what would you like? To, it's a difficult question, though, isn't it? When it's, a, it's very broad and vague, and it's like, what new stuff would you like to see? It's like effectively saying, design us a vehicle. <laughs> Um, I, I think that instead of necessarily vehicles meeting somewhere in between with some stuff that would work for dios, but maybe, maybe be really a lot of fun, uh, yeah. bringing some of that stuff. Cause obviously if it's just barrels, we probably could source those from somewhere else. True. True. Or if it's just like, uh, barbed wire, we, you know, fans can find that stuff online if they want that for, for dio shots, but medium-sized stuff i think like you know some cobra bunkers or some you know surveillance ports or things like that i i actually would like to see some of that personally yeah that would um, be awesome uh, you mean toxo lab did you say yes 
yes, Toxolab. I, I think this is kind of a, a double double question because they definitely seemed open to new things like just them making a brand new style tank that has never been seen before. And that'd be fine, but we definitely got talking about the Toxolab in uh, it was last month's monthly, right? The monthly yes. for May. Yeah. 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 Uh, go check that out, by the way. Um, that was a fun episode. And yeah, Pat bust out some sensational um, ideas in what I would say for his uh, HasLab options. But yeah, the yeah the Toxolab is something. And you didn't, right, okay, take Toxolab out of it. Dr. Mindbender's lab, something like that. If they, if they want to be a little yeah. bit more, you know, specific to what they're doing and classified and everything. And then, you know, introduce elements like Toxo Vipers and stuff within it but it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, branded as a toxo scenario. They could just do a laboratory for Dr. Mindbender and have those elements homaged in there, couldn't they? Yeah, I mean, you could do a lot of things. You could also have it be hot wire or have it be like a bat factory. Bat fact. Bat factory, yes. With all bat sorts fact. of like suspension, like, you know, clamps so that you just have to have a bunch of bats in a row that are being assembled. So dope. They're moving down an assembly line. Assembly line. They could be hanging from like the yeah. like chains and stuff. Like and and you'd move it round and they'd like come round. It, yeah, it'd be like the bio flesh regenerator from Terminator. But you'd have not instead of flesh, you just have them coming around and like being fixed and built and then moving you'd on. Come with then, hot wire and overkill. That'd be so dope. So dope. Um, GI Joe headquarters broken into sets is a good shout down as well um prison play set says troy that's interesting yeah like with like law and order or something and or you know something like that would be kind of fun yeah big time um yeah some good stuff here um i'm, I'm sticking to what's been said recently new vehicles could be small boats or jet skis um i would pay 500 to 600 dollars for a classified whale would you pat uh that's a lot, but I don't think that's unre I don't think it's unreasonable to think that, that would be expensive. Um, Five hundred to six hundred dollars, I think, would be almost tough to fit a whale in that price point. Yeah, if you wanted to do everything with it, totally. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Mendes DNA tanks. Jet ski is a good idea. I think I think some stuff that's motorcycle sized that they can get to us at retail for not a ridiculous sum that you can have a lot of variety on a shelf. Yeah. I think is what a, is a good idea. Definitely. Um, Dr. Mindbender's DNA tanks would be cool, says Adam. Uh, the bat to vat, says Charlock, and she's trademarked it, so we can't use that anymore. Sorry, I owe you money now. Um, a rattler. Mm, I, I would love a rattler, don't get me wrong, but it would be freaking huge. I'd love it. It would be, but I don't know. Other than the wings, it's not that much more than making a, a dragonfly, I don't think, is it? The length of the dragonfly is almost the length of the rattler. I mean, it, it would be bigger. You could for make sure. it smaller, I guess, but still, like, yeah, the wingspan would be, would make it way bigger yeah. all the way around, I guess. For sure, yeah um firebat could be reasonable but yeah i could see firebat but you know I, like anything mid-size especially like this doesn't all have to be has labs by the way um it, it they're just talking about new classified vehicles in the line so it could be like 
yeah, mid-size. It could be all sorts of stuff like that, like ferrets and uh, fire bats and polar battle bears and stuff Maybe like that. Maybe the, um, the, the, the three-wheeled vehicle that the Dreadnoughts rode inside uh, the early earlier episodes of Cartoon. Big time. Big time. And Pyramid of Darkness, I think they rode that in. Is that right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they did. And the um, on the space station, yeah. Yeah. Um, Troy Smith as a Swamp Masher would be cool. I haven't heard Swamp Masher been mentioned for a long time. And I I love the Swamp Masher, but it is bonkers. It's like it's like a clown car, but I think that's why I love it so much. <laughs> it's just got so many random wheels, and I, I love it. I think it's great. Claws or fangs is a good shout. Mamba would be top. Well, Lenny did mention the Mamba. The he said that he would be one of. He mentioned the the Mamba, really. Yeah, he was talking about vehicles he'd like to make in the future. Not and, and Emily had to say that. This is not in any way, shape, or form on development. He is, right. This is just things that he likes, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, the 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 mumba. He said he thinks he could do that. He really thinks he could do that. And I'd I'd be I'd be there for it, mate. Okay, I, I want to see how much I have to duck as I'm trying to spin those blades. <laughs> you know how that thing was. Like yeah, you could you try to get him started, and it took a little while. But then once you got him started, that's whenever it was working. Absolutely. Um, you could always do a buzz bore and then you could get busy in the back of it. Shout out to Word Burglar. Yep. Right. Um, yeah, that's the that's the fan feedback section. Uh, next up, Serpentor and Dr. Mindbender are no longer in production in their current forms, but the team is taking feedback again for what repaints or redesigns you would like to see for both figures in the future. So when they were talking about that, I've got a feeling that there's a heavy lean here towards how could they reutilize this tooling. So in terms of Serpentor, Pat, what do you think they could do with him to kind of freshen him up? Oh, hands down, I, I just want a new head for that figure. I we we've talked about this before. That's that is not my favorite six inch GI Joe figure by a long shot. I honestly would like to see maybe a retro carded Serpentor, yeah. so that he looks more like, which would basically be head to toe a brand new sculpt is what I would like to see. Yeah. But I think that with all the various shirtless sculpts they have they could do a retro carded serpentor and i've said this before um putting a new head on it that maybe would also be swappable onto the other serpentor body right but have it look like uh almost like the the marvel comics yeah with his top with topless cape yeah yeah yeah, just kind of wearing the, the brown pants and has a cape and his cowl on he wore the brown pants yes uh totally i agree with that one um uh, Dr. Mindbender, would you have him? To, like, for me, actually, I will say one more thing on Serpentor. I would love a Python Patrol thing and then do some sort of like call out to the copper Serpentor kind of thing, you know, something along okay. those lines. Uh, but yeah, in terms of Dr. Mindbender, that's a difficult one. Um, again, you could throw him in Python Patrol and do something different with him, or you could. Just utilize the he- well. That's the thing. His other versions are so wildly different. One, he's clothed. Two, he's got a different head sculpt completely, or at least he's got like something that goes over. So maybe you could do like a secondary that went like a helmet thing that went over the current head, possibly. Uh, what would you think about that? Yeah, I don't know. Those are supposed to be cybernetics on that Doctor Mindbender, though the the Battle Core one. So 
I don't think that I would like to have a removable thing. It just feels like they, if they're going to do that version, they should go all in and do mm. a cybernetic Dr. Mindbender. <laughs> I'm sure they will. Uh, but in terms of reutilizing this current mold, yeah, that's a difficult one. Um, that is a difficult one. Maybe just put the, the logo on his on his cape. Done. Put the logo on his cape and we're sorted. Um, okay, so that's spent on Dr. Mindbender. Yes, some people are still waiting for these figures, by the way. Um, hopefully they still get them, considering they're no longer in production. They they made like, I want to say they made four times the amount they did of the previous Zartan Master in Disguise figure, which is on both yeah. of those figures. It's kind of not surprising, though, because at that point, Zartan was already available as a retail figure, whereas this was like your first shot and only yeah. shot so far at Serpentor and Mindbender. So it makes a lot of sense to me that would be first. Blue Serpentor make him look more like Cobra. That is an idea, Robert H. That's an interesting yeah. one. Oh, that's a good shout, Robert. Yeah, just put a lab coat on him. That's a great idea, actually. Because you wouldn't need necessarily any, you just a secondary lab coat. You could use the body that's underneath it, I guess. Yeah, uh, it could be um, more Valor versus Venom style, Dr. Mindbender. Or they could even go with the Spy Troops Dr. Mindbender, right? That was red yeah. with the, or, oh, yeah. or black with the red lines. It, all, it was almost like a Python Patrol. It was like out. Python Patrol, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could get away with just doing that anyway, totally. Um, yeah, brilliant. Um, yeah, cool. Battlecore, a lot of few people saying. S. Myers says Battlecore Mindbender, please. Actually, that's a good shout. The, the, the one that, that we didn't get would be amazing. Oh, no, that sorry, we did get Battlecore. We, we got Battlecore. Battle Rangers. Ra Rangers, we didn't get. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I was getting confused with my Battlecores then. I, I could see both of them. Um, obviously, you got that, the, the kind of the second version, which is pretty dope. And I do like that version. But then mm -hmm. that one that didn't come out with the, uh, that, that was ended up on the, the tactical battle platform box that didn't come yeah, out either. Yeah. And he had the scars from where the stuff was removed. Yeah. The metal stuff was removed from his face. Genius. Um, yeah. A lot of people saying shirtless Serpentor. Yeah, exactly. We were just talking about that. Nerds. I'm not reading that name out. But yeah, um, shirtless Serpentor definitely from the comic is what we've been uh, definitely eyeing up. Um, yeah, cool. Okay. Uh, G.I. Joe Retro Classified. This was an interesting point. The G.I. Joe brand team really likes the retro carded classified figures and is looking at ways to make them available to a wider audience if possible in the future. Now, I guess what they're meaning here is that moving away from it being a Walmart exclusive, and obviously we've had leaks, um, listings that explain that we're getting more retro figures in the future. So the G.I. Joe team were being very, you know, they weren't giving it away without by saying, yeah, we're definitely doing it, even though we kind of know they are definitely doing it. This is just them kind of like avoiding that uh, a little bit. But it looks like we're going to get more retro-carded stuff. Are you excited for that, Pat? Or do you want them to make some changes or do something differently here? Um, I'm hoping that whatever we are getting, that, that it's a larger difference between the retro-carded version and the standard version. I don't want just... You know, they've changed his gloves and now he's on a retro card. Yes, agreed. I was very disappointed in some aspects of retro and very blown away in others. Yeah. Like Gung Ho was phenomenal. I really like what they yep. did with Lady J's accessories. Um, Snake Eyes is phenomenal. But there's somewhere you just kind of go, I'm not sure that was necessary. 
Yeah, so, I still can't find a Snake Eyes. Uh, and Gung Ho, and, and I saw a bunch of Walmarts had like all those figures on clearance. I think I saw somebody post a $2 sticker on their Lady J at Walmart. And whenever that happened, the Walmarts here just got in a new shipment and remained at full price. And, you know, so there's a ton of Gung Ho's available. So I don't think that Snake Eyes is going to be showing up anytime soon. Agreed. Rachel says, thicken the cards. And I have to agree yes. on that one. And don't crumble them. How about that? Why don't you ship them? <laughs> don't don't deliver them via carrier pterodactyl, maybe. You know? Right. Maybe don't use an, an ancient trebuchet and light it on fire and then launch it <laughs> yeah. to our doorstep, maybe. Right. Banks, Walmart. No. Uh... <laughs> I mean, Hasbro's delivering the his tank by train. We know this. <laughs> That's fact. Get on board, Walmart. They've... Get on board, Walmart, and also hire some new recoits, any uh, new recruits, anything you know. Uh, I'm I can't help myself now. Um, right then, that's retro classified. Finally, GI Joe classified 2025. The team is currently working on the 2025 lineup of GI Joe classified products. The focus is on world building and how to expand the line even further. Pat, this just means I mean, this is very positive for classified, it's not like exact like it's not like guaranteed that it's going to keep going until 2025 but this is extremely positive and hints that the, the line is doing well enough to yeah continue. good news because with so few figures lately i was worried that things were going to end <laughs> drying up a little bit isn't it it's drying <laughs> up a bit. this month has been i mean we haven't seen we haven't seen oh, a blooming we haven't seen a pre-order for two days mate how do you feel about right. that well, she did say that there are some pre-orders due in July. Yeah. So we get some more coming. Yay. Um, yeah, so crazy, crazy stuff. More classified coming in 2025, it looks like. Uh, ancient trebuchet for the win. <laughs> That's outside the box thinking we need. You're hired, says Digital Diarrhea. Yes, uh, I'll take the job. That's how I deliver stuff. Um, anyway, brilliant um yeah cool all right yeah on to the next thing well i should do a video first shouldn't i classic mcleod um yeah so the last thing we're going to talk about obviously is yojo june i would say the final day but it's technically today yojo june came to a satisfying conclusion with the final reveals and pre-orders for the month the worst kept secrets of Nunchuck, Crimson Viper and Firefly were all in attendance, as well as the Transformers G.I. Joe collaborative Soundwave Thunder Machine with Ravage, Zartan and Zorana. It was all leaked to some degree the night before, which was a little disappointing, but the promo shots looked great, and rather than me explaining what we saw in detail here, I will let Pat and Future Me do it instead. Yay, that's us. So, <laughs> so uh, Nunchuck, Crimson Viper, Firefly, Soundwave... Soundwave um let's go through one by one what happened in there so we had obviously pre-orders yada 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 lenny emily and bmac were in attendance uh the little surprise there that bmac was sneaking in uh, i say surprise it had already been kind of ruined the night before uh and all that jazz yeah um, as soon as you see bmac you're like oh it's going to be a transformers crossover 100 percent. bmac equals transformers crossovers shout out to bmac as well i really like bmac it's a good lad um, and the whole team as well for doing amazing things this month. What a month. Crazy stuff. Um, Nun Ralph Nunchuck Baducci was first. Now, they spelt it wrong on the screen, but don't worry. On the box art, it is spelled correctly. Um, it's Nunchuck with a C-H-U-K. 
uh, anyway, that's by the by. What did you think, Pat, when you saw Nunchuck? Um, he looks good. I, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing more stuff like this. I like the shoulder pads and mm. just the general look of the figure. Uh, and I always just feel like he better come with some nunchucks. He's got plenty. The um, the the shoulder um, things are really cool, actually, because they're like the upgraded classified version of the ones you would see on so many figures in the vintage line, like Xandar, Serana, Zartan, uh, Ninja, Ninja Force, Force Scarlet. Scarlet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's others. But so, yeah, I, I like the fact that they're kind of like doing their own little version here. And I think they're fixed by a strap around the bicep as well so they can come off, which is cool. So you can have like a more classic nunchuck if you feel like it. Um, but yeah, I love this. I love his headgear. I love the look of it. I don't, he doesn't really have the right to look this good, I think, but he just comes off looking so sick. And here's some shots. Here's him hanging from the roof. I joked actually when I did the the kind of news burst for this that it was like all the shots looked like you could have used a Ninja Turtles diorama because it was all rooftops and he kind of has that Ninja Turtles vibe. Uh, he's green, obviously. He's got he's only got the eyes showing and he's got the bandana. He kind of looks like a Ninja Turtle to me. Yeah, there's a lot of his gear that could be reused for things too, like that H the H straps on him. Are those? From, those aren't from the retro snake guys, are they? I don't think so. Yeah, well, they could be used on a on an eighty-two character, big time. Got the little knife as well that goes in the holster there. I like these shots too. You can see the. the I love how the nunchucks are holstered in the back of the belt as well. Really nice. And he said they're very flexible around the the, uh, the chain, so you're not going to get any like you know that horrible whitening where you, where it's going to flex and all that kind of jazz. So that's nice. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's not much else to say, really. I just love every aspect of this bugger. But actually, there's one thing that struck me that I was a little upset about, Pat. He's not wearing sneakers. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. I actually had never really noticed that Nunchuck was wearing tennis shoes or sneakers. I didn't notice that. How dare you? How dare you? You never noticed. Fake fan. Just going around making typos in file cards and blaming Phil for it. That's what really happened. Phil just took the fall, didn't he? No, that was uh, that was Philip. It, it's <laughs> a lot of the hard work of Yojo was was Philip grinding away, getting getting stuff up on on the figure section. I like it. I I would have like yeah, I'm not going to say it's a deal breaker that he doesn't have sneakers. I just kind of wish they they'd gone to that degree. But then again, if Pat hasn't noticed that he wears sneakers in the vintage figure, then I don't expect you know any normal human being to know to notice Do you know what I'm that's not a that's not an right. insult like, we have pat and then we have normal human beings yeah well. i mean you're that's like a level good. above is what i'm saying you know oh, okay you're like an intelligence level above most of humanity so uh, that's what i'm trying to get at i know you won't accept that but that's what i'm saying um love the deco as well i love how they did the camo uh you know because that could have you know on the yeah. figure on the, on the three and three quarter figure back then it was all very you know basic lines and everything but I love how they've kind of, you know, made that a little bit more intricate and, and sexy. It's amazing. Nunchuck wears Chuck Taylor brands, question marks, as the figure six back. Yeah, I think they were Chucks, weren't they? I had the, I'm not sure if they have the circle. I'm going to have to have another look at them. But, um, yeah, sneakers, trainers, as we say in the UK. 
Um, yeah, cool. Great figure. I also love the Ryu cutscene uh, headband positioning on that shot as well. Yeah, yeah. And also the Crimson Vipers that are in the both of those shots. Um, okay. And then, yeah, some shots of the actual figure. It looks great on in physical form. Love all the details. The someone was mentioning they didn't like the fact the blades hung out the bottom of the uh, the sheath. They felt that was a little bit dangerous. Uh, it's a little Ninja Turtle like, though. I think is, is where is the feeling that I'm getting. They're not also not just you know up on his back. They could have gone that literal with Leonardo. Um, <laughs> they should have given him all the weapons of the Ninja Turtle, shouldn't they? They should have given him swords. A bow yeah. staff and he size. He doesn't have that weird shaped uh, large sword that I I can't quite place what kind of sword that's supposed to be in the vintage figure. But then if you look at his package art on the vintage nunchuck, it kind of looks like maybe they never scaled it down. Like it was, there was like a the lot sword of... that we got was the two up <laughs> of the sword. That's so true. There were so many things where the, the size of the weapons were a little bit skew weren't they spearheads yeah. rifle is massive rifle yeah that's yeah. huge yeah anyway um yeah so uh, nunchuck looks awesome and they're touching the blades that's dangerous uh yeah it looks great looks awesome not much else to say he was a fan amazon fan channel amazon and pulse pre-order um i still believe you can kind of get him in most places so yeah awesome Here's the, the box art. Again, very nice, very vibey, very Tokyo, neon, rooftop kind of vibe. And a nice call out to the pink on the original Ninja Force cards there, Patch. You like that little addition in the artwork oh, yeah. in the background? Yeah, that's, a, that's clever, the way that they did that. Yeah, I like that. Definitely a, a nod to the uh, the vintage figure there. Yeah. Uh, and I couldn't, I've looked all over that package and I can't see any like major homage maybe it's a location situation going on there but i have to say i'm i couldn't find anything so if you have found anything let us know in the comments um and then also crimson viper not i mean you know not a great deal to go through here it's a red viper but still looks pretty nice are, are you going to be partaking in any crimson vipers pat no uh i mean maybe what he's not fan channel or anything is he he's just standard release isn't he he's mainline yeah yeah, so you never know if there's a sale, maybe. I but I, I don't have any particular plans to pick this up. Um, yeah, and there's nice shots here again. Uh, they're taking his forearm gauntlets off there too, so you can see his his, his skin. Um, yeah, pretty. Again, what more else can you say that we haven't said many times about the Viper figure? Uh, love the shots though, and like I said, yeah, mainline retail, Pulse, yada yada yada. Um, now, the interesting thing about the Crimson Viper, though, is the box art. There's some nice little call-outs here. We've got the Sky Strikers on the left-hand side, and then we've got an... Uh, I nearly said Entertainment Earth. <laughs> Extensive Enterprises building on the right. That's amazing, isn't it? Why, yeah. have, I, why have I never made that connection? I, I, I don't know that I have either, to be honest. Like e they're just stored in your brain right next to each other, and it came out just now. <laughs> That's just an Entertainment Earth distribution facility on the right-hand side, guys. That's all that is. No, it's uh, Extensive Enterprises. So what I'm 
my narrative thought process here, I'm not sure what you think. The Joes are coming in in their Sky Strikers. They're kind of like, get, they're basically not, they're attacking the base and the Crimson Viper is protecting it. What would you say? Yeah, but one of them seems to have managed to land. He's not doing a very good job then, is he, this Crimson Viper? Right. I mean, it's it's like that scene where you see somebody sneaking up behind the guy and it's like, obviously, he should know. And it's the Crimson Vipers looking into the camera while there's just a Sky Striker. <laughs> sneaking below, up behind him. Behind him. Sneaking up, like walking, like rather than wheeling, like the wheels are like little legs. And it's kind of doing that behind him and then it's that, that's amazing um yeah he's too busy posing for glamour shots charlock absolutely um yes we did notice that jamie lynn i did actually make a comment about the bare arms because uh, they took the gauntlets off on the previous image i think it was that one yeah i didn't we mentioned that one yeah absolutely um yeah so that is the crimson Viper again. I'm quite interested in the packaging there more so than again. It's a it's a Viper. It'll you know if you're an army builder and you want to get that crimson team going, fantastic, good on you. Uh, but yeah, it's um, there's I, I would say that Nunchuck and Firefly, segue were definitely the most interesting of these three uh, pre-orders. And this one is cool. I got to admit, I do like some of the things that are going on here. The backpack's really nice and detailed. The fact that the drone clips to the bottom of it and the two mines clip to the little pegs on the lower sides. Just just very cool stuff. You can carry all this gear as well. Uh, are you happy with this Firefly, mate? Oh, yeah, for sure. We've talked about this a couple of times. There's one picture in here, though, that I'm kind of confused exactly what is going on. Oh, okay. I don't think so I put it in here. I don't think no, I put it in there. Oh, right, okay. Uh, now I'm wondering what, what's, what you didn't put in here, but... How does that, it looks like the, oh, the vehicle's just attached to the very bottom. Of mm. the, the back, if you imagine the back of the remote control device, the, literally the back of it has a little hole in it and the peg just pegs into the bottom of the backpack. So it's like an okay. elongated, it's like the, the full length, basically, of the backpack and the... Uh, For some the, reason where I was looking at this and it was cut off at the bottom, I thought that those were the back wheels and it was somehow clipped in behind him. Like folded up or something, yeah, yeah, I know yeah. What you're saying. yeah. yeah. Um, no, it's yeah, it just hangs out at the bottom basically. I love all the details in the backpack though, and I love that little red, oh, yeah. that little kind of red, kind of like almost like lifeline zipping across there is pretty dope. Um, yeah, nice stuff. And he's got his little detonator in hand there, yeah. The shot I'm talking about is the one where he's he's digging, you'll see it on Password Pulse. We posted the images as well on our Facebook page, but he's like got a knife and he's digging the mines out of the ground um like carefully and he's on his front and i didn't put those in because i completely forgot to so i apologize for that guys uh but we do get these shots of him um seeing all like the night vision goggles and i like that splash of green on the pouches as well nice kind of break in the color there going on and obviously that's what is on i think i think that's on the vintage figure i uh, if it's not on the vintage figure then it's on the 25th one yeah yeah definitely um, have we seen the three zero Firefly? We certainly have. I got him the other week. He's quite similar to this one. Um, yeah, I've, I, there's there's so definitely definitely some kind of like interesting crossover going on. Definitely, um, and also Mezco have just brought out a Firefly as well. So it's Firefly Tastic 2023. Um, oh, Charlock says 
I've said it before, but he's going to need the Cobra Island head to make him look better. The Cobra Island head was actually pretty cool and it had a lot of personality in it. It did. Uh, yeah. I know what you're saying on that one. I wonder if it would look good on that because there's like a whole set central section that isn't camoed. It's just camo on the sides, I think, on that one. So I'm sure it would work and look good, but it I don't know, it might stand out a little bit. The expression um, on his face was was very good. There he, there was a lot of character coming out of just the eyes. Oh yeah, on that Cobra Island one. Definitely. Um, there's another good shot of the night vision goggles. Mainline retail, don't forget. And the funniest part ever, Pat. He's blowing up the Baywatch <laughs> set. Yeah, maybe it's the Baywatch movie set. And he's accidentally gotten revenge on the wrong Dwayne Johnson. So if you've seen <laughs> the end of retaliation, like somehow he's he's come back. And he's, he's, gone, through a world's without, he's gone through a world's without he end. Baywatch. He's gone through a right? world's without end like portal. And he's ended up in a weird universe where roadblock is blooming he's not mitch buchanan in it though is no, he? no he's not mitch buchanan no mitch no. uh maybe maybe i don't, know, I don't I just... remember it's i've blocked that movie out of my head <laughs> the Baywatch movie's pretty bad yeah yeah agreed um anyway explosions we like a bit of explosions it looks it kind of my first thought was we were on a beach and it was blowing up a that was like a umbrella sun umbrella but in actual fact it's a hot dog cart and i still don't know what connection he has with a hot dog cart whether it's just a location thing or it's in the comics maybe yeah i don't know maybe it is a broken beach thing i, I could swear there had there was a hot dog cart in the comics there has to have been there must have been someone says might be maybe the joe resort from the deke series says ub play n that's actually a good shout that that resort did have that kind of vibe didn't it uh anyway yeah that's that and i think that's everything no, it isn't. Of course it isn't everything. Thunder Machine's no, next. come on. Yeah, that's what What's we were wrong talking later. We were going to get to this. I, Sorry. I this. Sorry. Thunder Machine looks great. That is a great vehicle mode transformer. I'm sorry. Perfection. Love it. What do you What do you think of the vehicle mode, mate? I'm curious to see if the antenna is articulated like the ones on the Ostriker were. That was such an improvement. Yeah. Obviously, the roll cage in the front is a lot thicker and reinforced. Um, I totally see oh, yeah. why they did that. If you're going to be, if you're going to be moving this thing around, it probably needed to be a little more robust. I agree with that. Yeah, I've only just noticed that it's a bit thicker and it. it looks a little bit more kind of, I would say, a little bit more cartoony in that aspect now as well. That kind of thickness. Um, but no, I think it's a great. The vehicle modes have been so so good in the crossover series. Yeah, or striker is almost is perfect. Actually, the All Striker is perfect. It's like the perfect version of the All Striker in that version of it. I would argue that the Foe Striker is even better than the All Striker, in my opinion. But that's yeah. just my opinion because it's got more different features. It has to a lot it. going on. It's good. That's a good update for sure. But in terms of the original All Striker, I think that Bumblebee one is. You don't get a better version than that. Uh, and there's, but they're always so solid. The the his tank was solid as well. Like, you know, you, you transformed it and it was like, mm, yeah, lovely stuff. Yeah. Satisfying. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is great. I love this. Uh, and then, of course, you've got Soundwave carrying Zartan and Zorana. Um, no Thrasher. Would you have expected, Pat, that Thrasher and Zorana would have been a better combo for this set? I was not expecting. Uh, no, 
Not not really. I mean, Zartan's going to sell better than Thrasher is going to sell, and that's what you been mean. their strategy strategy so far. It wasn't like we got a hiss driver with Megatron. or crankcase or crank good case. point. Yeah, good point. Good point. Um, I like that somebody. I, I wish I knew who to credit online. But they said it looks like Zartan's talking into a fan <laughs> to do that voice for Soundwave. <laughs> That was one of the first comments I saw, like not comments, but like a tweet or a, you know, a post. That was one of the first posts I saw regarding this image. And I, I know exactly what you mean. And I can't remember who had posted it, but it was so funny. Um, absolutely brilliant. Um, I think the sword is is interesting. That's completely extra. You yeah. know, it's, it's very Dreadnought-like. Yeah. Uh, but that looks like it's a sword that comes off that I assume Soundwave can hold. There you go. There he is oh, holding it. There it is. Yep. Uh, a lot of people in the comments saying, bring on the Triple T crossover. Yeah, that has been kind of leaked by the Sarge himself. Uh, so it's very likely that we'll see that at some point. Um, I'm actually excited to see what Triple T transforms into. Like, what character? Who would you, yeah. who would you, who would you put with the Triple T? I mean, we've, we've talked about it a little bit, haven't we, off camera? Uh, there's yeah, there's only that one wrestling issue, the original Generation One comic, and I can't. Who's that? Was that Road Handler? Oh, so you're going to go super deep cut. You're not gonna, you're not gonna do what you think Hasbro are going to do, which would be like uh, yeah, Ironhide cut. Right, probably probably some like a tough guy type character. Yeah, so probably Ironhide would make sense. I think Cup would also make sense, but mainly from a vehicle mode shape sort sure. of way. Yeah. I know his was more of a slipper, and and Sergeant, and then the Triple T is more of a sneaker. <laughs> if you talk about how they look, you know, <laughs> Cup's more of a slide, and the Triple T is more of a uh, basketball sneaker. But kind of got that similar front going on. Anyway, that's by the by in it really. Um, someone says uh, got to be Brawn. That would be a good shout actually for Triple T. Uh, yeah, that's true. Braun would be a really good one to go along with Sergeant Slaughter. Bit stockier all your, as well. All your muscle all into one set coming in. Big time. Um, um, yeah, this is, this image is really interesting to me. I'm, I'm almost surprised. I mean, I guess I don't expect more Transformer, but because uh, I think that we knew Ravage was not going to be transforming. Yeah. But the color separation on the Thunder Machine, the fact that the front end of it is black and then the rest of it is that blue with red, it kind of would have been neat if the front end would have transformed into Ravage. Yeah, like he literally became the front end. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, he was kind of hanging off his arms, so it feels like there's a little bit of a, an opportunity for some mass to have been spent on Ravage. That's a good point. It's a very good point. Yeah, it splits in half, doesn't it, and just folds yeah. around over the arms as like protection. Um, I, I will say, though, I'm very surprised at how good Soundwave looks. I'm oh, very, yeah. they've, they've really, there's, there's been a definite minimization of kibble in most areas here. Now, obviously, he's got the back kibble, he's got the shoulder things, yes. But in, in terms of like what the Thunder Machine is, how they get it into this has blown my mind, honestly. Yeah, because we, we tried thinking this through ourselves for a while, and it this looks pretty good. It looks good. It looks and obviously, then the O-ring figures are their own topic. Shall we talk oh, about yeah. Ravage first? Yeah. We will get to the O-ring figures, my fault. Uh, that makes more sense, actually, Pat. We should have talked about them first. Um, but Ravage, original deco, what are your thoughts there? Kind of nice to time in, I guess. 
Yeah, I'm sure that this was colored this way for the animation because maybe at some point they were still thinking about going with the blue micro change, the Microman micro change uh, release of of the mold. But um, yeah, but ultimately Sorry. they didn't go that way. So yeah. it's an interesting. It's definitely a callback to this. That's definitely what we have going on here, right? Tyrant Wester says that Ravage does transform. It's the Masterpiece mold. What? Is that Masterpiece Ravage? I thought it did not transform. I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't sure it, I, I didn't know it transformed. I, I was unaware that, that that was what it did. I thought it was that a. Uh, Ravage looks so good that maybe it is. That's news to me as well. I thought it was a uh, ravaged in, like locked into that form. Uh, wow, is it masterpiece mold? Yeah, because I mean, it looks like it has joints, but I could see them. Does uh, it have anything on the description? I didn't look. You'd think that we would see it in its other mode, in its other mode. Yeah, like some image of that, maybe. Maybe they just didn't have the. Um uh they didn't have like the model to do that with initially let me just have a quick look just to double check because that is yeah it does look like it is the masterpiece mold for sure well that's brilliant news that's great news really wow thanks uh who was it said that tyrone thank you tyrone yes it is brilliant to to know that then huh okay well so we at least get a tape out of it that's good You'd think that they would be labeling it that way. So he obviously, I, I imagine he interacts with Soundwave's chest then as well. Yeah, I, if that's the case, that you know, the masterpiece ones I think were the same scale as the vintage uh, tapes. I think that those were compatible. Brilliant. As far as size goes. Brilliant. I that's great. That's news to me, and I'm very happy yeah, to find that out. Them. And uh, we'll, yeah, we'll we'll get some confirmation actually as well. But uh, to be honest, that's wicked if that is the case. Uh, okay, well, moving on from Ravage, we got Zorana sure is the case. and Zartan. Um, do you like the decos on these, mate? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I, I, they've done a lot here with yeah. Zorana. There's a lot going um, on. Yeah. There, there's a ton going on with Zorana. I like the fact that they have kind of given her a new head. Yeah. Which feels fitting since you know this will be like head number three for Zorana. <laughs> three heads are better than one. Yeah. And then uh of course the fact that they removed the color change. Uh I'm sure that everybody's seen it online a few times by now, but the the original figure was going to have bare shoulders, like this figure was going to. But then whenever they are dealing with a color change, I don't believe that it was that the durability of the plastic was good enough to hold up. So they needed to change the shoulders away from being uh, the flesh tone. So they gave her Zartan's shoulders. Can I, can I just confirm converting Ravage figure includes a Ravage figure that converts from cassette mode to Jaguar mode in 10 steps. In cassette mode, this figure can fit inside the Soundwave figure's chest. There you go. Okay, that's crazy that they have all that in there. Yeah, I, I just kind of assumed that it was. I just assumed as well. I was like, nah. Well, you know what? I didn't assume. Uh, I could swear that we had confirmation early on that it was going to be 
a static Ravage figure, but it was not the one that was from the uh, yeah from the San Diego set. Same, That's what the, I thought I'd heard. Yeah, we we'd had yeah. We, there was definitely talk that it was wasn't going to transform originally, but now they do. So that's great, and it's brilliant. Um, I just wanted to kind of confirm that that was the case, and I don't dis. I wasn't dismissing the very intelligent people in the comments who were telling me that was the case. I just wanted to confirm it, and thank you very much for making that clear to us, guys. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, I love the fact that they did the tattoo as well. The or Lenny called it the seahorse dragon. <laughs> yeah, and this figure has uh, tracking numbers on her forehead, so this is really not like a a painted model or anything. This is going to be like a sample, so it's going to be close to this. Yeah, I do wish that her elbows were fully flesh tone. Yeah, I think they might change that. That might be early sample scenario yeah, I, thing. I kind of would have liked to have seen her left leg be flesh tone as well because that was another thing that was changed from the original design oh yeah you can see have. yeah you can see it in that image as well that it was just flesh there on the show yeah yeah mm -hmm. so cool, man. that would have been cool and i think that the the tattoo actually is a twins thing like it was going to be a, a matching tattoo between her exactly. and Zandar, but of course once they were getting rid of the the bare shoulders that had to go so maybe we'll eventually get a xandar as well in the o-ring line that would be awesome uh figure six pack says xandar was missing he was pulling a john cena <laughs> he's doing that the whole time or he was doing the faceless mask master thing like that you can't see his face um yeah so that's zarana there's a card art as well which is pretty cool um again i love that they've they've utilized that that old school artwork it looks so good man um she looks great Great carded yeah. for update yeah. on that one. And, and Zartan's then, been updated as well. Yes, Zartan, we should talk about there. It's got a new head uh, as well, or kind of more detailed new shoulders. Features. New shoulders, uh, new deco. Um, looks pretty cool. Looks nice. Looks very kind of animated. Uh, it would have been neat to see his leg pads match the card art. That would have been neat. That's, that's my cool. segue back to the card art. There you go. Thank you, mate. Appreciate that. I love that card art. It's probably one of the... The well, I you know, it's terrible, but at the same time, it's awesome. It's like I'm, it's like fun school vibes for me. I'm hoping we get the white border around it again. It seems like they keep on wanting to drop the white border from the cards. This could just be a very early mock-up, though. Um okay. yeah, you're right though. If they doesn't have uh, yeah, that needs to be they just need to keep the white border, guys. Just did they drop his pistol from the art? It's on no, there, it's yeah, it's his left hand. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's difficult to see from this distance. How far away from your screen are you? <laughs> well, these um, are new glasses, but I can't I have trouble enlarging on these pictures. The the trick of just zooming in skips to the next image instead of enlarge. I know so it's hard to say, mate. I know what you're saying. Um any anywho, uh that I think that's everything. Um they they obviously signed off and Yojo June. That is Yojo June, Pat. Apart with the exception of the Dragonfly images, which went up earlier uh, today, and which I probably won't even do a news burst about because we've talked about them so much, and you guys can see them, so it's fine. Um, anyway, anywho, that's it. On to shout outs, buddy. Cool with that. I'm good. Have you tried Horder yet? 
No? Well, you need to. If you have a collection of things and want to create a fun and easy way of organising it and, of course, showing it off, then get involved. You can post items and build collections and you can drop a status like getting a fun delivery or seeing some awesome related stuff on your travels. Build your collections with Hoarder. The app is free to download on Google Play and the App Store, so what are you waiting for? Get to hoarding. Love that track. Um, shout outs, buddy. Go for it. Shout out, of course, to Philip, who, uh, <laughs> yeah, I owe him a, an episode of Articulated Points. And to be honest, I, I paused the transfer of it to him in order to do this. So it will be coming very soon. I am Sorry. hoping that we are looking. Well, no, it's okay. I am hoping that we will get it online later today. So nice. be on the lookout for a if it's not today it'll probably be tomorrow um but yeah hopefully there will be an articulated points coming very soon and thank you to philip for giving us so much enjoyment throughout the episode (laughs) for his one minor error that is just continually not being dropped by hasbro and their licensees and all of their new recruits that's right thank you so much phil for probably the funniest historical typo ever love it um peppermint all capsule thank you so much for the super chat cobra convergence 7 begins on youtube tonight and we've got a joe fest review tomorrow night on sergeant slaughter slaughterhouse everyone's invited full force thank you yeah, very much peppermint. i feel like i should have shouted that out myself so i appreciate him doing that yeah he's done it for us um thank you very much yeah we'll be doing like i said uh we w- i was going to wait till next week to talk about it but that's cool um Cobra Convergence obviously be kicking off in July and we'll be doing a special Cobra Convergence themed weekly episode uh, live on, I think, the 8th. I can't remember. I should know this by now. Um, No, I don't think it is the 8th. It could be. I don't know. We'll find out. It's going to be soon anyway. Um, And then uh, once... And you can check out the website as well for all of the details. Um, Anywho, and and you're doing an articulated points episode, Pat, as you said earlier. Yes, well. we have to get that together. So that's what I will be starting on that with Philip. Uh, you know, we he and I will probably uh, touch base for the episode going out today, and then um, follow up because we already have our plans for the month. We just have to to get it all hammered out and and, and edited. Absolutely, I know that feeling. Pepin Oil Capsule says, "Darn it, I could have saved a fiver." Yeah, you could have done if Pat had been a bit quicker on the. Uh, yeah, shout out myself. If I would have thought about it earlier and, and sent you a hey, make sure we shout this out. Amazing. Um, to the fam, love you all, Kate and Phoebes and UK and the US. You know, you know you know, you know who you are. Shout out to everyone. <laughs> to Brian Sauer for our amazing graphics. I love our wetsuit graphics at the moment. It makes me feel very summery every time we come on and do this show. Um, thanks also brought to Brian for getting some stuff done a day early for obviously you know, having to do this a day early. Uh, Also, sorry for having to, you know, cancel tomorrow's weekly, but at least you get it today. You get it early. Is that a a problem? It's a problem for us because we miss some of the news, but that's not important. Also, to also remind you guys that disassembly required or disassembly required, it will be on November 3rd and 4th at Hy-Vee Hall, downtown Des Moines in Iowa. And it's a great convention and you should all go. It's brilliant. Uh, and it's got just amazing stuff. We'll be doing a little bit more about assembly required in the coming weeks. 
including talking to Brian about the upcoming show and what to expect and everything. So look out for that. Um, yeah. And also, I didn't get enough time to really get the video done for this, but Renegade Game Studios dropped some amazing images, um, some kind of like interesting images as well, which we'll get to in a sec, uh, from their, all their upcoming games. So the role-playing game, uh, they dropped this nice kind of like page kind of in like preview with Serpentor in there. I love the artwork of Serpentor. They're giving it the big end. Excuse me. They also dropped some new card images for the Vanguard Strike expansion for Mission Critical. So we've got some barbecue stuff, basically. That's a brutal shot of barbecue taking out a couple of troopers, isn't it? With an axe, no less. Yeah. yeah, well, it looks like he just kind of smacks them. Maybe he smacked them with the side of the axe. Flat end of an axe, yeah. <laughs> tang, 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 tang. Uh, that's what he's done there. But that's very wicked. And then, obviously, cutting into a his tank there. That's hardcore. And then finding another exit. I like these these cards, man. I love these little pieces of art that kind of they're effectively adding to the law of the line with this kind of brand new uh, kind of cust like bespoke art for the for the line. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. for sure. And this is this is how you play with barbecue. You know, he doesn't just put out fires. You know, he uses that axe all the time to flatten the faces of some Cobra troopers. Right. Uh, also for the Mission Critical Midnight Storm expansion, we got a couple of previews as well from Dice, who is doing a bone breaker there on Jinx, which is a bit harsh, uh, and just just making a mess with one of his weapons in the other one. Um, yeah, nice stuff. You know, you know that. You know, it, it, check them out. Renegade Game Studios, go nuts! I really cannot wait to start playing these games with people. I just need to find friends and time. Easy, right? Uh, and then this one popped up, which is like a mashup of because they're doing like a mashup kind of like um, crossover sort of vibe with the games. And we get Lord Mindwave Z or Mindwaves, however you want to pronounce that. And effectively, it's Dr. Mindbender, Lord Zed, Shockwave, and anyone else in there? Shockwave. Mindbender and yeah, Lord Zed, yeah, from uh, yeah, I think it's just the three of them. I'm yeah, I'm from... looking at it just trying to make sure in my mind that I don't see somebody else in there. Power Rangers, G.I. Joe, yeah, Transformers, Transformers crossover, yeah. yeah. So, I, I think this is freaking hilarious. Pat was like, it was too much for his mind to contain, so he had to just like you, you basically switched off, didn't you? Like when you kind of like did, yeah. Air it out when you saw. Like this. I saw the Lord Zed and the Mindbender, and then the Shockwave, and I was just like, it's too much for me to really <laughs> analyze. Like I haven't even mentally gotten into the legs of this until we're sitting here right now. <laughs> you didn't even get to the legs part. That's amazing. Um, yeah, it's just I think it's just a bit of fun, really, and uh, and kind of obviously makes a lot of. It makes a lot of sense with the Renegade Game Studios um, kind of like. Does it make a lot of sense? Well, they're do, for the crossover, like they'll, it, it makes sense when you know what they're doing, but it doesn't. It make if you're talking about sense in general, no. <laughs> Amazing. Um, anyway, that is there. I think no, there's more. There's way more. Skeletron posted this six-inch Wolf Trooper images. Lovely stuff. Really excited for these. Uh, we did their update last week, of course. There's a few delays, and they're spacing out the delivery so that we're getting stuff on a regular basis, which I think is a great idea. 
kind of like, you know, so you're not just waiting for it and waiting for it and waiting for it. You're going to get certain elements of that, you know, uh, throughout the year and then into next year. So that's great. Uh, and this Wolf Trooper looks phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. The the six-inch stuff is going to be good. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, oh, oh, shout out to Michael Kleppinger and the good folks at the G.I. Joe 3D Printing Facebook page for sending me these adorable, tiny little 3D printed um, Robo Skull. I almost forgot yeah. what it was for a second there. I, I never really talk about the Robo Skull, so it's something that's not really on my mind. Lols. Uh, Red Wolf and Baron Ironblood uh, figures. Now, they're so tiny, but so cool and detailed. How cute is that, Pat? Yeah, it's really cool. I like this one. I saw it for sure. And I then like, just like the way that he kind of prepared a package with one of those I things know. and put a sticker on top. Yeah, it looks yeah. good. Shout out to the G.I. Joe 3D Printing Podcast as well. Uh, and also his Techno Viper 3D, I think it is, um, on on most, I think it's on IG. Uh, so go check check him out and check the, the 3D printing group out. Thank you so much. It was very, very kind of you to send this to me. And also there's a shot of my six-inch customs of Red Wolf and Baron Ironblood, just to kind of give you an idea of how tiny those things are. Tiny, tiny. Um, and that's it. Thank you to everyone. I will uh, One more shout-out to an anonymous uh, friend of the show and, and viewer. They wanted to remain anonymous. They didn't want to do this for... The, like the plaudits they just wanted to say thank you for what we do for the show they sent me flint the ultimates flint so um, oh, wow. I'll, get in, I'll get stuck into that thank you very much for doing so i really appreciate it I, they didn't want me to say the name so i won't but thank you very much it was very kind of you and i appreciate it very much right pat here we are full force weekly thanks to all our viewers listeners patrons thanks to pat for sticking around for an hour and 45 minutes yeah how you having me on again it's been great um We'll Enjoy be back to the normal time next week. Yes. Yes, we will. It's just this weekend, guys. Other things are happening, so I won't be available. So uh, here we're doing it today. So thank you very much, Pat. And uh hope you have a great rest of your day, buddy. You too. Yeah. And to the rest of you guys, the rest of you cheese bags, you know what's up. After three, <laughs> one, two, three, four, four. See you in a few minutes, right? Bye. Make sure you get involved with the discussion by liking, sharing and commenting on these videos and as always you can keep up with the show after listening by following on Twitter at The Full Force, liking the Facebook page facebook.com forward slash The Full Force and if you would like to contact the show you can message us on either of those platforms with feedback and questions. We also have a Patreon page so if you want to show your support for the show, see your name up in lights on these videos or enjoy exclusive bonus content then check out patreon.com forward slash the full force podcast or click on the link on any of the posts this podcast appears in full force